Welcome to the Gentleman's Guide to the World Below. Today we're going to be speaking a little about callings, and one calling in particular. But before we get into that, it perhaps helps to explain what callings are in the world below. In my many journeys through the vast underneath, I have encountered many, many people, and every person has their own calling. Now, sometimes a calling can be utterly mundane. It can be a motive, a drive, an ambition. It can be the role they undertake and the tools with which they practice it to achieve their designated aspiration. Now, some people go about their callings without making as much as a ripple in the Grecian Sea, but that isn't the case for all callings. Some callings are heroic. Heroic callings, if you will. There are six common callings, though I understand there are more out there, and these primary six are the alchemist, the farsighter, the holy, the hunter, the chaosist, and finally, the silhouette. These are the kinds of individuals who will plunge into the mouths of beasts on behalf of their settlement. They're the kind of individuals who will plunge into uncharted chasms on behalf of their guild. They are the kind of individuals who will hunt far and wide for specific crops, rare minerals, or simply to help to assist their loved ones, they will slay beasts, map dark tunnels, and foray far from the safety of their settlement walls. The first of these callings I wish to discuss is the alchemist. Now, the most famous alchemist I ever encountered, uh, certainly everyone else seems to have heard of him, was Montbert Basswild. And note that I use the past tense there, was. You see, Prefect Baswild was the nominal head of the settlement of Glowstream. Glowstream, an interesting settlement, we'll have to cover in a separate uh, lesson. But shall we say that Glowstream has fallen upon hard times and Montbert Baswild is no longer a factor. But while he lived, few alchemists could rival his ability. He was capable of changing elements from base to extravagant. He was capable of changing water to ice with the flick of a wrist. He was capable of changing fire to acid. He was capable of changing nothing to energy. And he could do this simply. But when I spoke to Baswild, he explained it was not simple. It looked simple, but it was far from that. The alchemists, beyond all other callings, dedicate their lives to study and understanding, scientific method. While a chaosist may pull at threads of liquid chaos and work fantastic sorceries, alchemists learn their craft through rote, through study, practice, and mastery. And Baswild was foremost among them that while it looked to us simple that he could turn a pit of silage into drinkable fluid, though uh, there weren't many people who volunteered to do so, that was as a result of years of mastering his craft. 
Alchemists are not afraid of experimenting on their own bodies and, indeed, the bodies of those around them. There are some alchemists in the world below who one could say ethics left behind a long time ago. They occupy laboratories hidden caves. They sometimes live hermit existences because they know that some of their conclusions that they wish to reach will require great sacrifice and not everyone is prepared to participate in such sacrificial acts. Now sometimes an alchemist's uh, field will require them to harvest rare crops or kill uh, or tame even incredibly aggressive creatures because sometimes you need pieces and parts, bits and bobs from some of the most vile beings in the world below to just get the alchemy right. After all, there is more to it than flicking the wrist. There is a science, a chemistry. Alchemy is like all other sorceries in the world below fueled by chaos. Uh, the alchemists call it the wisdom of transmutation, and it is a wisdom. Transmutation, however, is a very broad church. They can do everything from send a body into a compostable state, to molecularly rearranging entire elemental phenomena. I mentioned Baswild, of course, because what may have been his most famous act before his, well, let's say disappearance. I shouldn't put all of my, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't put all of my belief in the idea of his death. There are people who go missing in the world below and turn up many seasons later. There was a tectonic fault not far from Glowstream, and this had been highly lucrative to the settlement for many, many years. The easy access to magma helped a great deal with forging, and also heat in the world below is sometimes hard to come by, so having the magma there was a boon until it wasn't. All of a sudden, during the course of a calm season, the chaos storms rocked up this magma stream, and there was a tidal wave of the stuff raging toward a settlement. Glowstream, one of the largest settlements in the world below. Baswild and his fellow alchemists were able to stop the flow of magma from consuming the settlement, instead turning it into a river of cool, refreshing water. And that it is said that this was the water that eventually led to Glowstream's name. It flows through the settlement still, or at least it did until very, very recently. Now, alchemists are capable of this and so much more. They are not simply experimenters who change things on flights of fancy. They can create devastating weapons and incredibly robust armors. They can snap a flash of energy into being that can stun an enemy that is pursuing them. Alchemists are capable of creating any antidote to any poison, but conversely can make the best kind of foods and nourishments utterly toxic. 
one of the most peculiar sorceries I have encountered the alchemists utilizing is the creation of an artificial or animated minion, a homunculus if you will. They can turn inert matter into a semblance of life that serves them utterly loyally. Alchemists form a vital part in the parties of the world below, the explorers, the adventurers, the heroes, because they straddle a line of wizardry, of science, of healing, of conjuring, but most of all, analysis. Now, analysis may not sound very glamorous to the people who wish to go out there and take on a colossal vermi or hunt down an entire pack of Hemexi, but analysis is vital, especially ahead of a calm season. It's down to the alchemists to determine does this pose a danger to us? Does danger approach? Now, they will work closely with farsighters who, as the name implies, can see far in advance of where they are now, but it's the alchemists who will point at a fault and say, this one's ready to blow. And they will point at another, and they'll say, we should leave this alone. Let us not seal it, because this is the perfect breeding ground for a certain kind of herb, or fungi, or mineral. So alchemists participate on both the planning and the study and of course the wandering and adventuring side. You would be well placed, listener, to recruit an alchemist if you are planning on venturing far from your settlement. Few will understand the phenomena of the world below better than a well-trained alchemist or if you can't find a well-trained one, an aspiring one can be a lot of fun as well, just slightly less predictable. Thank you very much for watching.